Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash in my butthole. <laughs> and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all really does help out the channel. And let's crack straight on with today's first story. This story comes from Particular Visual 14 and does come with an update. It's titled, Am I the asshole for being surly, rude, and mean at a wedding and leaving early? I was asked to be a member of the wedding party. Despite this, I was the only person, not only in the wedding party, but also at the ceremony, who wasn't allowed to have a plus one. This was an outdoor wedding with unlimited seating and these people don't give a shit about COVID, so it wasn't about that. I was told it was because my relationship wasn't serious enough despite us being together for a year, that only engaged or married couples were invited, and that they didn't want some random guy in their wedding pictures who I might not even be with later in the future. They don't want to have to look at some random guy in their pictures, even though he wouldn't have been in any of the post pictures at all, maybe just in the background of crowd shots. There have been no conflicts between them and my boyfriend and he's a nice and mild-mannered guy who gets along with everyone, so I don't think it was about him personally. I get to the ceremony and find out that literally everyone has a plus one. Not just married couples, but there are couples there who have been dating for less time than me. This is when I started feeling surly. I smiled and played my part during the ceremony, but inside I was very surly and angry. We then got to the reception, which had way more people than the ceremony. This is where all the more distant friends were invited and everyone there had a plus one. I was literally placed at a table as the one single person and everyone else at the table was a couple. Some at the table were other members of the wedding party, but others were random distant acquaintances. People started asking me where my boyfriend was and I said that I was told he wasn't invited. They asked why and I said I had no idea why. This is when I started letting my surliness show and started acting rude and mean because I was humiliated. And then I was brought into a conversation with a couple's male friend, Dean. I was previously told that Dean has a crush on me and I made it clear I wouldn't be interested even if I were single. Even after that, he kept trying to message me and I ignored him. But now the people who brought me into the conversation with Dean were like standing around staring at us and giggling behind their hands like they thought they were cupid matchmakers dean was absolutely a participant in this i was meaner to dean than i've ever been to anyone in my entire life i was as fully rude as i've ever wanted to be when being the target of someone's romantic interest unwantedly it's true i don't really know if i was being set up but i was already furious before that happened everyone was silent and awkward I went back and finished my meal and as soon as I was done, picked up my purse and left, went straight to my boyfriend's house, skipping most of the reception, cake cutting, speeches and everything. I'm now being told by the couple that they're hurt and confused why I left so early and I haven't replied. 
And we'll start off with Triceratops, who says, wow, there's layers to this like a freaking parfait made entirely of dog shit in different stages of decomposition. And it just kept getting worse. From the title, I thought you were the arsehole. Then it was like, okay, maybe it's everyone sucks here. Then it got to not the arsehole and kept on trucking into how the newlyweds and Dean are huge assholes and just kept on going. Honestly, you are absolutely not the arsehole and in fact should be commended on not engaging in some fully warranted arsehole behavior of your own because I absolutely do not consider rudely rejecting Dean's advances to be arsehole behavior when he is complicit in this setup attempt from hell. I think at the very least, you would have been completely justified in not only leaving early, but taking your wedding gift with you because these people are not your friends. OP replied saying, I'm still so angry about the entire thing. I wish I told them to go fuck themselves the minute they called my boyfriend, some guy I might not even be with in the future. My relationship is one of the most important things in my life and my boyfriend is precious to me. Cake is a die says, not the asshole. If you were seriously singled out like that as the only major exception by someone, either the wedding couple or anyone in the party, I probably would have been more angry and OP replies again saying, honestly, I was the most mad about how they disrespected my boyfriend and relationship calling him some random guy and saying I might not be with him in the future. Like what the fuck kind of way is that to talk about my relationship? That's extremely important to me. Westkit says, not the arsehole. You were treated blatantly unfairly and it appears that there was an ulterior motive. You'd be justified if you went no contact with everybody involved in this fiasco. To which OP replied in quote saying, it appeared that there was an ulterior motive and then goes on to say, yeah, that's the part that made me think I might be the arsehole because I really do have no evidence or proof of that. And I might've just interpreted it that way because I was already really angry. Bell Punk says not the arsehole, that was rude and totally unacceptable of them to try and force you into being a date for Dean. To which OP replies saying, I have no evidence that's really what was going on. They didn't seat me next to him and he wasn't in the wedding party so I didn't get paired with him or anything. I just started suspecting it because of the way some of the people were looking at us and giggling but that could have been just in my mind because I was already angry. And one more from Unit Healthy who says not the asshole. If they are hurt and confused, simply tell them. As you know, I've been dating boyfriend for a year. I noticed Sally was there with her boyfriend of four months and Sam was there with his girlfriend of seven months. Why was I treated differently and not allowed a plus one based on time spent dating? And now we're moving on to the next section of this story, which was titled Texting the Bride and Groom. All right. After making this post, I emailed them back and I started small just to see what they would say. And all I could start off with was, I was uncomfortable because I was the only one without a plus one. After being told nobody but engaged or married couples would have them. Multiple people at the reception started repeatedly asking me where boyfriend was and I was getting more and more humiliated, especially since I was seated with colleague and colleague and their Tinder boyfriends. It was humiliating to be the only one singled out and I was extremely upset. Here is the reply I quickly got. We just meant no plus ones for the ceremony. It was perfectly fine for you to bring boyfriend to the reception and that's what we assumed you were going to do. That's what we always planned for. The reception being much larger and looser. We never heard from you about bringing boyfriend to the reception so we didn't plan for it but it always would have been fine. Then OP goes on to say, this reply is some bullshit. That was never, ever, ever, ever said to me at all or presented as an option. I would have actually been fine with that as a compromise. 
Then the next post was titled jerk face, I mean Dean and being rude. I didn't want to describe the conversation because people would probably think really bad of me if they saw how horrible I really acted, but fuck it. This was towards the end of the meal and some people are still eating and some people are just partying, standing and talking, circulating around the room. I was eating and someone comes over to me goes, hey, could you come over here for a second? Someone has a question for you. Already, I was suspicious because that was a scenario straight out of the second grade lunchroom. But fine, whatever. Maybe it has to do with the bridal party stuff. So I come over and who is standing there but Dean? Looking really smug and a few other people are standing there who are already giggling. So I already start feeling angry. Because again, this is reminding me of the second grade lunchroom scenario and I'm already imagining how it's going to go. He actually started out with, hey beautiful, and I went, what do you want? In an angry tone. I think he sensed that this wasn't going to go like he had in his mind, but he continued what he obviously planned out. So he said, I just wanted to ask you something. And I said, what? He went, there is something wrong with my phone. Can you help me fix it? I said, I don't know anything about phones. Sorry, I can't help you. And turned around to go back. <laughs> oh, I know where he's going to go with this. And he went, no, no. What's wrong with my phone is that it doesn't have your number in it. Ay. And I just went off because I already made it clear I was not into whatever this was and I already turned to leave. But he interrupted me leave and kept going despite it all. I was furious because I was already angry plus he wasn't paying attention to how I felt or caring about it. So I felt like he deserved what I was going to give to him. I raised my voice and said, Dean, fuck off and leave me alone. No, you can't have my fucking number. I don't want to go out with you. I don't want to talk to you. I'm not attracted to you. I don't want anything to do with you. You are not interesting or attractive to me at all. I want you to leave me the fuck alone. He was looking down during all of this and not at me. And I said, I want you to look me in the eye and agree you're going to leave me alone from now on. Yes or no? And he said, yes. And I said, look at me and say yes. So he did. So I turned around and left him alone after that. I know I humiliated him and I did it on purpose. I hate to admit that, but it's true. Even though I raised my voice, it was loud in the room, so only the people standing nearby and one unrelated table nearby heard it. As OP said in this one, it felt like a school disco, you know, where there's two groups, the groups of boys and groups of girls, and, and in between things, they send messages to, to one another to, you know, <laughs> do you wanna go out with me kind of thing. And what was Dean expecting to happen in this scenario? You sent someone to go get her to come to you and then you come out with <laughs> that line. Oof. And in front of what it sounds like a group of other people as well. And I kind of feel like you put someone on the spot like that already, you know, when there's all this other stuff going on around them about it sounds like it was a setup to begin with. What do you expect them to do? Absolutely are not the arsehole from me in this situation. How would you have acted if that was you? Oh dear, I feel like OP's gonna cut those people off very, very soon. As one, one comment said, you know, I don't think they're, they are friends to treat OP like that. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, am I the asshole for telling my stepdad it's not my job to be a good influence for his kids? This is the dumbest argument I've ever had with adults. I'm 16 female. The steps are 14 female, 10 male, and 9 female. My mum and their dad have been dating a little over a year and are engaged. 
we just all moved into a new place together because the parents want to blend the families and, and no one but them are happy about it. The steps and I made an agreement before they moved in that we all just leave each other alone because none of us want a new family. But if they need an emergency lift or help with something when the parents aren't around, that's fine. The am I the arsehole issue started because I'm a serious athlete so my lifestyle has to be pretty healthy. I work out a lot and I meal prep most of my own food to make sure I keep up with my nutrition plan. The step family have a different way of doing things and that's causing some friction. I don't give a fuck what shape or size they are. Just to throw that in there, it's none of my business but stepdad has started like using me as an object lesson to the kids. OP always eats really healthy, we should probably all be doing that. And maybe OP could give us some pointers and we could do a family gym night. That kind of thing. It's really upsetting, the 14 year old especially I think, because she's kind of sensitive about her size and and having me around isn't helping with that already. Over the weekend, I was making a shopping list for meal prep for the week when stepdad brings the 14 year old and says, Hey OP, stepsis would like to try your meal plan out, can you walk her through it? This is a dumb ask anyway. My diet won't work for her because I spend a lot of extra calories a day most days and I'm not a nutritionist to figure out what she needs. But also, she looks like she wants to die on the spot. So I say, Stepsis, do you really want this? She says no, so I tell her dad that he probably needs to just back off because this is real sucky for everyone. He says, I just think her seeing how you do things would be a good influence. And I'm like, I'm not here to be a good influence on your kids. That's your job. So now I'm in trouble for being disrespectful and we had to have a big family meeting about all getting along and helping each other and I got in more trouble for telling them that's rich because they didn't care what any of us thought about anything when they were making decisions. But I don't really think that any of this is even helpful like it would be different if the other kids wanted to get fit. It's still not a job for me but I could try to do a support. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now, I know the diet is not the main issue here. It's clearly the dad in this situation. But it's not like, you know, OP's diet would even work for her stepsister anyway. That's clearly going to be tailored towards her, towards her exercise plan and everything else that's involved in in what she does. And I think well done for you for sticking up for your stepsister at that moment and saying, you know, is this what you really want? Which it clearly isn't. But nevertheless, as not the arsehole, it's stepdad's job to model healthy eating and exercise to his kids. Instead, he decided to body shame a teenage girl by comparing the two of you. 
Zaddy Mills says not the asshole, you asked her about what she wanted, something your stepdad clearly needs to work on. You are being a good role model, whether he wants to see it or not, by showing the kids respect and their voices are heard. Keep it up. MM172 says not the asshole, although I might focus more on the, my program is very specifically tailored to my training. It's not going to work for everyone and I don't have the expertise to try and customize it myself. Objection if you need to hold the line in future. Maybe also see if you can push for family therapy because there's only so much you can do to make sure that blending goes smoothly. And maybe mom and stepdad will receive the message that their way is not going to work better from an authority figure. Keep looking out for stepsis and finding ways to reassure it's okay to be her though. It may not be what stepdad had in mind, but you are being a good role model. Remdog58 says, guessing that the whole leave each other alone memo didn't resonate with the parentals. Not the asshole in a big way. I'd vote you twice if I could. Blended families are a tricky thing and don't follow some Brady Bunch script at all. When the kids like you and your steps have agree in advance to something which is the polar opposite of what the parents envision, it gets even tougher. Your parents need to abandon their vision and actually listen to what you want from this. And one more from Saturday says not to be condescending here, but all four of you have talked, come to consensus of and having ground rules about how you interact is pretty fucking good behavior for a bunch of teens and preteens that are being forced to blend. Also, your diet works for you. If Step wants to get kids on a healthy diet, he should speak to a professional about what will work for them. Your clapback might have been sassy, but Step is way overstepping and probably on the way to giving a 14-year-old an eating disorder, in case it's not clear. Not the arsehole. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation and how would you have dealt with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. This story comes from Sashimi Throwaway who says, am I the arsehole for not surrendering the last piece of yellowtail? Myself and six other co-workers are out of town on a work trip and the company pays for our dinner each night. Team lead has the corporate card. So of course we were like, let's get sushi. We get to the restaurant last night and pass around the menu with everyone checking off rolls and dishes they want. I love sashimi the clean raw fish with no rice or additives that gives you that pure delicate flavor. I was the third person to get the sheet and, and no one else had checked any off yet. So I checked off one order of almost all of them. The plates arrive and while I try a few rolls, I mostly stick to the sashimi. No order belongs to anyone. We're all just taking what we want from what's in front of us. Each sashimi order came with three pieces. A couple of the people tried the tuna and one the salmon but the rest no one else took any of, so I ate most of it. I'd eaten the first two pieces of yellowtail and I picked up the last with my chopsticks. One of my coworkers said, wait, I want to try that. Now, if she had picked it up before me, that would have been fine, but the fish was already halfway to my mouth. I said, I don't think you want this after my chopsticks have touched it, since they've been going in and out of my mouth all night. She insisted that she did want it. I said, sorry, I picked it up first. I picked it up from the sashimi platter too. I didn't like to stick it all on my plate early on and hoard it. She had the whole meal to try some if she wanted. She rolled her eyes and said, but you already had some. So at this point, I'm looking for a compromise. I said, just ask for another order. She shook her head. I only want to try one piece, just give it to me. At this point, I felt the argument was silly. So I just ate my sushi. I felt silly just holding it up in front of my face. She stared at me in shock. Did you seriously just do that? 
I told her I'd ask the waitress for another order if she wanted and I would eat the remaining two pieces if she was worried about waste. But she glared at me and said, no, you've had enough. After that, dinner was awkward. My remaining co-workers are split on the issue. Two are on my side and two are on hers. My team lead says that the issue is too juvenile to have an opinion on. Am I the asshole? Yes, and I kind of agree with your team lead here. <laughs> <laughs> that this in some ways is too childish to judge on, but that's kind of what I enjoy in some of these, that they're just like, so petty. <laughs> and it reminds me of a situation like many years back where I was with a bunch of friends. I think there was like four of us and there was one slice of pizza left and one of the friends started crying over this slice of pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave that for another time, but... <laughs> And I'm kind of in between a everyone sucks here, you're the arsehole kind of thing. And the only reason I'm saying that is in if I was in that situation, I would have said, you know, if I'm eating the last piece, you know, I've already eaten two pieces prior to that. I would have said to the whole table, does anyone want this last piece before I eat it? Because I want this piece. But I also get, you know, she waited till you actually picked that up and was putting it in your mouth. And, and I kind of got the impression it was towards the end of the meal where she said, where you said she had the whole meal to try some if she wanted. And in the end, either one of you could have just ordered more. You know, you could have just gave her that roll and said, okay, yeah, just take it and you'll order some more for yourself. There's a whole bunch of levels of petty going on here. <laughs> so I'm going to be very interested in what you guys say about this one. Have you ever been in a similar situation? But we'll start off with Frightmare who says, so there were three pieces total. Everyone was sharing. You found it appropriate to eat all three pieces instead of allowing other people to try it. You're the arsehole. She acted a bit childish and I was pretty close to saying everyone sucks because of the way she acted. But to be fair, most people would be annoyed at your behavior. And, and then quotes, my team lead says the issue is too juvenile to have an opinion on. Then says, at least someone at dinner was mature. <laughs> Esky17 says, I was about to decide who's the arsehole, but then I realized it's too juvenile. <laughs> to which people saying it's the team leader. MM172 says, everyone sucks here. Although given that this could have been avoided by you, A, not taking more than a couple of pieces of any one thing in case someone else did get around to wanting some later, or B, checking whether it was okay to go ahead and take the last piece before you went and did it. I'd be more inclined to side with your coworker if the whole thing hadn't devolved into such a ridiculous playground squabble. Ursa George says you're the arsehole. You should ask before eating the last of a shared platter if you already had a serving or already eaten the rest of it. People shouldn't have to compete in the test of speed for a taste of shared dishes. Sam Spade PI says and quotes, my team lead says the issue is too juvenile to have an opinion on, then says this, if I had to judge, everyone sucks here. You for not handing over the yellowtail when someone else wanted it. It's no skin off your ass if she's willing to eat something your chopsticks touched and you already had your share and more. Her asking for food, that's already halfway to someone's mouth. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you have dealt with that situation if you was OP? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the world to me and this channel and keeps me doing what I'm doing. At the end of this video, there's gonna be a playlist you can click on and scroll through the videos for you. So, you know, if you're doing whatever you're doing, it will just keep playing in the background and always helps out as well. <laughs> Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love.
Watch my teeth up, watch my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.